0: Five, four, three, two, one, player one, ready? Welcome, welcome, welcome to Player One on Sin, your non-stop shop for everything video games. Tonight, we are going to go over some pretty cool topics, but first, let's tell you who we are. Firstly, my name is Bianca, and we're joined by...
1: James. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to Player One. Another week, another show, another ding-dong to go.
0: Ooh, a bit excited for this one. We've got some news, we've got some releases. We're going to talk a little bit about... E3,
1: yeah, there's there's some spicy news relating to E3, particularly if you're you know interest, into, interested in gaming, because you know. We do talk a little bit, a bit about gaming here on this show. As,
0: we do, we do. as, as a gaming-centred show on Player One. And if you want to hear any of that gaming-centred conversation, uh, you can check out our socials, Player One Sin on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok again. I'm going to push that really hard. Uh, you can also check out our podcast, Player One, uh, Player One Sin on Omni, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and literally anywhere else you can find a good podcast. If we're not there, chances are it's not a good podcast place. Find a new- one. But something else I did want to mention that we're going to talk about a little bit later, today is uh, Pokey Monday, or at least it is overseas, uh, so we have an announcement done in, what, four hours, which means Player One's timing again is terrible. It, it always does, like, I,
1: I, literally every time we host this show... If news is going to drop,
0: it's going to be after the the show. It was horrible when we had to do it in pre-record because we'd pre-record like the night before it happened. And when it comes out, we're already late. (laughs) Um, But we have some great stuff to go over. But bring it back down for a second. There are some headlines. uh, Sorry, there are some um, phone lines that if you or someone you know may feel like they need someone to talk to, you should definitely check out. Those are Beyond Blue at 1300 224 636 and Kids Helpline at. 1800 55 1800 and Q Live helpline at 1800 184 527 seriously if you feel like you need them go check them out no one here is above mental health but with that we're going to well we're just going to dive into our next song and um well let's, let's just go here's let's go by Jackson Gamble you're listening to Player One on Sin
1: All oh, My Lovers by Saint Croix's and Sean Millimore. That was from the Sweet 16 playlist. And you can find that every Sunday at 5 p.m. There's and also a-, a particular website you can find that on: sin.org.au. Yeah. And Spotify.
0: Ooh, two for one.
1: I, I, is there anything... I, you look, you're looking at me like there should be another platform I should know about that I'm just not coming to the just top of my head. Just everywhere, platform, everywhere
0: platforms are found. Everywhere, <laughs> everywhere <laughs> platforms are found. Let's go! I love all these platforms. Um, no, anywhere you can find a good podcast, you can find the Sweet 16. Go check it out.
1: Um, and the song before that was Let's Go by Jackson Gamble. That was from the Fortnite Ray Tracing trailer. Now, here at Player One on Sin. We talk about gaming, and in gaming, we tend to have news and I'm new releases, because as I say, if, you, if there's a week in gaming with no news and no new releases, gaming is
0: dead. Uh, yeah, that's probably... You know what? There is more news week to week in video games than there is in politics, So this is pretty cool. This is a pretty cool little uh, gig we got going on. This is my politics. Um, I I
1: don't watch the (laughs) politics, I just watch the gaming. I'm voting for Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo for president, let's Actually, hold on, that might be kind (laughs) of (laughs) weird. Anyway, let's just dive straight into the news of this week. Fancy some squid. A recent bug in Minecraft makes the sun a massive squid. You call that a bug, I call that a fix. Or a feature.
0: <laughs> yeah. That, I wonder if they're gonna start referencing this like they did with Hero Brian and start being like, fix the sun again. I'd hope so. Nintendo some not Nintendo. Minecraft <laughs> it's got stuck in your head now. <laughs> Minecraft sometimes has a really good sense of humor. So I'd like to see more of that. Indeed.
1: Stardew Valley celebrates their seventh year anniversary, and as a part of that, the creator made a letter made a letter to celebrate the day. If you want to read it, check it out online. How is Stardew Valley seven years old? I don't know. I don't remember it being this old, but, like, looking at
0: the game and how it feels, like, it makes sense. It definitely feels like mid-2010s mid, mid 2010s even, Um, and I think it's great, but seven! Seven years, yeah. It feels brand new every time I play it. <sighs>
1: it's... The years just go by. The most popular house in Hogwarts oh,
0: Legacy God. has been revealed to be Slytherin. I mean, can you blame people? A chance to be evil. Gryffindor is boring. And the other two, they're pretty much forgotten about, aren't they? Oh, Coming from a Ravenclaw here. Come on. Come on. Give me some credit. Name two Ravenclaws from the books or movies. Um, The...
1: The, the one who made the house, someone Ravenclaw, and the one who who got the I don't know the names. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know their 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 stories, kind of, but not their names. I'm horrible with names, like incredibly bad with names. Nintendo has officially pulled out of E3 for 2023. Now, we'll discuss a bit more about this later during the show, but this is the first of the three... The big b- boys. The three big boys they have that have officially announced that they won't actually be going to the convention. The second DLC for Forza Horizon 5 has been announced and will feature rally racing on a brand new map.
0: Ooh. I haven't played Forza in a hot minute. But what I did play of it, I super liked. And give us more maps. Give us more stuff for Forza. Mel yeah. Forza Horizon. It's
1: it's a massive game, and like both in size and in like scale, what there is to do. Um, when I played it, I actually haven't finished it. Um, well, <laughs> finished the final races. I. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's hard to finish overall to be to complete all those races, but. One hundred percent. Come on. It's a long game. And finally, Splatoon three. Um, is releasing Season 3, The Fresh Season. This releases March 1st, bringing new weapon kits, two new special weapons, a new stage and a returning stage, matchmaking codes, which I'm very happy for, um, as well as online table turf, as well as wave one of the DLC, allowing you to visit Inkopolis from Splatoon 1.
0: As someone who put way too many hours into Splatoon 2, do we know what map is returning? Uh, yes, so we, Manta Maria is oh. returning. So the boat stage. I'm excited for that. I, I can't wait to play more, more Splatoon. Give me a reason to get back. But another reason to get back to your computer or to any sort of system is our releases. Every week has a couple new ones. And we're going to start on February 28th. So tomorrow we have Phantom Brigade releasing for the PC, Rusted Moss for PC, Rhyme Toss, that's R-Y-T-M-O-S for PC, Void Terrarium, I'm guessing, and Void Terrarium 2 are releasing for PS5, PS4, and Switch. Then, on the next day, Wednesday, March 1st, we have Card Crawl Adventure for PC, Mac, and Android. We have Delicious Dungeon for PC. And we have Fight and Rage for PS5 and Xbox X and S. We then have Thursday, which has Iris and the Giant for PS4, PS5, Xbox, Xbox -S 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 S. Uh, one and X and S uh, for those consoles. We then have King of the Castle for PC, Meg's Monster for Xbox X and S, Switch, PC, Mac, and Linux. Uh, we we'll also have. The Smile Alchemist for PS5, PS4, Xbox X and S, Xbox One, Switch and PC. Friday, March 3rd, we have Patch Quest for PC, Woe Fallen Dynasty for PS4, PS5, Xbox X and S, One and PC. And then we've got a pretty quiet weekend, actually. Yeah, So we'll like have to nothing. see you next week. Yes, yeah. You'll have to tune in to find out what other juicy, or in the case of Delicious Dungeons delicious games are in the future
1: <laughs> indeed and the next song you're going to be hearing is slumbering world and that's by grind that's a remix from pokemon sword and shield and you know you're listening to player one and where well, are you listening to player one
0: uh, i'm pretty sure you'd be doing that on uh sin
1: i think so too
0: the song you just heard was Promised by Quinny. That's part of our Sweet 16. You can find that every single week at sin.org.au. Or, of course, you can check it out on Sunday, at the Sunday Suite, every 5pm on, guess what day? Sunday. Give it a gander, give it a look. You may just find your new favourite song. And if you're know if you listening last year to Player One and you thought, wow, these music choices are pretty good, well, they might be pretty good over there too because our good friend Tom is part of the Sweet 16 team, and he's putting together every week's playlist. Is that not correct, James?
1: That is indeed correct, and kudos to you, Tom, for putting together some wonderful songs that we all get to hear live
0: on air. It's been two weeks of bangers, two weeks of bangers, straight bangers, nothing but them. But we've been playing nothing but bangers, and I figured we'd talk about some of those games we've been playing, and I think I just lied to you immediately, because... I, I'm still playing through The Legend of Zelda Minish Cap, and... I didn't actually... I need to
1: start. I haven't played The Minish Cap at all. I've, I've, I've like, I've seen cl- small clips of it every now and then, but I've never, never
0: played it. It's good. It's good. It's a Zelda game. Of course it's good. But, my God, do I need a guide for this one? Some of the... this, It's very reminiscent to, like, Zelda 1, or some of the more, like wacky stuff from like Link to the Past. Right. That you need to find to progress. There's quite a few spots, especially after the first dungeon, it's very hard to figure it out on your own that you're meant to spin dash in front of a guard when that's not hinted to you once. And that's how you continue. Right. Otherwise you're just trapped. Okay. And nobody hints it. I've spoke to every NPC. Then I had to look up a guide to find out what to do. And I I remember playing the game Once Upon a Time through totally legal means, um, quote unquote, <laughs> and totally legal. Yeah, Nintendo doesn't need to know what I do. No, no, no. But yeah, I remember getting to that same point as well, just being like, "Oh yeah, I don't know what to do." Guide, and again, great game. I really love it. It's Capcom. It's not very traditional Zelda in a way. It's got its differences. It's fun but that is a huge problem. The other one I've been playing is the other big game on the GBA uh, virtual console, and it is Mario & Luigi Superstar yes. Saga. Uh, I talked up those games last week. Oh, I was right. I was so right. I So since then, I'd actually played through Paper Mario 1, Paper, uh, Super Mario RPG, and Thousand Years Door. A Thousand Year Door? I think Thousand Year Door is fantastic. Super Mario RPG. It's, it's aged really badly. Um, and Paper Mario 1 is fun and quirky, but it has a lot of glaring issues that I think Thousand Year Door fixes. Mario & Luigi came out the door and just, like, destroyed all of them. It just went, ha I'm the best RPG by Nintendo, and still owns that. Um, again, I'm going to apologize to Xenoblade fans who think they have something special, but <laughs> they they really don't next to this. it's If you want a fun, quirky um, RPG with the most character Mario, Luigi, or any other characters from that franchise have ever had, this is the place to go. These games are incredible. And you can only realistically get two of them, one of them right now um, without a 3DS, and even then you don't want to play the 3DS remakes of the last two I would honestly suggest go play partners in time totally legally um, and go do the same with uh, Bowser's inside story after that leave the franchise uh, level five was great I think it was level five I'll get back to you on what studio it was that got them it's not level five that was Nino Kuni. I apologize um is
1: is the um the GBA like the Nintendo
0: Online versions, are, are those good emulators? Yes. They're, so, th- I would honestly be very surprised if Nintendo managed to stuff up GBA emulators, considering that they are, like, the simplest thing to... M- I could make a GBA emulator. Right. That's how easy it is. Um, and they run pretty well. I've had only once or twice any sort of frame drops, and it was specifically in Minish Cap when, you know, you'd have something that would have frame-dropped on the GBA, which, to me, makes them even more, I guess, reminiscent of what the GBA was and how it felt. I've played plenty of emulators where they'll fix all these uh, problems, and there's games out there where they fix bits of lag, and it ruins particular jumps, it ruins particular bits and bobs, because that lag was intended, or that the developers actually worked around it. So it's good to see such... um, Good emulation from Nintendo, considering their own track record with their own stuff. <laughs> um, I'm looking at the N64 emulator, which I still refuse to play um, anything on other than... No, nope, there's nothing. I was trying to think of something. I was trying to give it something. There's nothing. Right. I think it's a waste of, uh, waste of space and money, that one. And it's a shame because the N64 has some beautiful games in there. But, oh well.
1: It is what it is. Now, in terms of what I've been playing, I haven't been playing too much outside of my usual. Obviously, Splatoon 3, um, I love the game. I keep on doing that. As well as Genshin Impact, two games I play very regularly. I'm trying to... I still haven't explored the... With this, the update that we're currently in, they introduced a new area. I haven't touched that yet. It's, it's been, a big game. It is. like, th- But this new update, um, it's been out for, what, five weeks now and I still haven't touched it. I need to get to it at some point. Um, if my time allows. But another game I have been playing out throughout the week is Hi-Fi Rush, which is great. If you haven't played Hi-Fi Rush, it's a wonderful indie game um, on Xbox Game Pass. Um, There's no excuse not to play it. No, there is not. But I've been doing it on cloud gaming. So it's a rhythm game on cloud gaming.
0: Oh, you, you poor thing.
1: It actually works... Pretty well. Oh, you poor thing. Um, <laughs> I, I don't miss many of the combos. Like every now and then, it gives me a little stuff up. Um, and every now and then, the connection crashes. Uh, <laughs> so I just need to like Cloud close gaming it in Australia. It. But in terms of input lag, I don't notice any. It's r- I'm just constantly blown away. Like when I'm in the game, how reliable. The connection is like it's either extremely stable or the video just suddenly stops um
0: th- those that. are the two options oh i love that 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 you know what i'll take it that's not too too
1: bad actually because yeah, if, if it's like the video stops like yeah you pause it it's not like it's a state where yeah you can kind of play it and then it's teasing you and it's just annoying if it's a state where you physically need a pause, it's like, yeah, okay, I'll redo it, but at least my gaming is still extremely
0: stable. No, totally. It's definitely better than it could be, um, and it's definitely also worse than it could be. Um, who knows? Maybe, maybe cloud gaming will make a rise in Australia. Here is Rise by Marco, The World Alive, and The Glitch Mob. This is from League of Legends. You're listening... To play a one on. on, Sin. That's the one. You just heard two fantastic songs. They were. Um, I had them in front of me. They were A Thousand Golden People by Adult Art Club. That's from Sin Sweet 16 You can check that out every single week at syntholdorg.au. Or, of course, you can check it out on the Sunday Suites show. Every Sunday at 5pm. Check it out. You may just hear your new favourite song. And before that one was Rise by Marco, The World Alive, The Glitch Mob, and that's from League of Legends. It's a very good song. Two very good songs, in fact. And, you know, we had a... An alright state of play? I don't want to say it's the best one. It's definitely not the best one. No, compared to, like,
1: recent state of plays, like, we've had numerous, like, the last few have been really big. Yeah. Like, releasing, like, triple, like, multiple AAA games. I think the... I don't know if there was anything, actually... There wasn't too much... There was no AAA's... Would you count Street Fighter as AAA anymore? But no, there were no str- new, new, new AAA games yeah, announced, which is bizarre.
0: very rare for a like any presentation. Like usually, Min- Nintendo's you- surprisingly good at doing that, but so is Xbox at sometimes. But I've never seen it from Sony.
1: Yeah, because last Nintendo Direct we got um, Metroid Prime remastered, um, but like although admittedly most of this. I think the whole purpose of this um, state of play was really to announce the future of um, PlayStation VR 2 because um, there were a large portion of all the games announced. In fact, I think all but w- all but one game or maybe two games, no, just one game, um, were new. Um, or maybe no, maybe two. All but two games were new games for the PlayStation VR. And okay, so those being um the foglands green hell v r snaps um Isaac Asimov's journey to foundation before your eyes
0: um and that was all <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's look, I mean it's great to push the v r too I do think they need some bigger hitters in there to really get people's attention because. Yeah. I'm listening to this and I'm going, oh, wow, it's a bunch of um, indie games that most people aren't going to care about, unfortunately. And it, it's VR's kind of always been in that situation where unless it's like a big game like a Skyrim or something like that, people just don't really care. Um, but there was some pretty cool stuff in this um, state of play that... Still does get people interested and gives people a reason to watch it. I mean, first off, the big one is we we both watched the trailer uh, during the songs, just double checking one of them. Um, and the guys behind Tetris Effect actually are releasing another game. It's called Humanity, and this looks
1: it looks interesting because um, it, it's kind of we we're saying it was a mi- it's like a mix between Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker. Um, I
0: see Lemmings, and lemmings. I also see Inside, which. Those are very f- interesting games to put yeah. together. Yeah, so you seem to control a dog-like...
1: Um, like a, like a, cre- a light dog. Dog-like. dog, a, a being.
0: A being of dog and light.
1: <laughs> um, that seems to direct the flow of a large group of humans just constantly travelling in a path. And you use that to solve... It's a
0: puzzle game. Yeah, if you've ever seen, like, a sheepdog herding sheep, that's kind of what it looked like, <laughs> but humans? Um, <laughs> yes! I, well, now you, now you point that out, it's like, yes! Oh, Yes, that's what it is! There's almost definitely, like, a larger, like, people or sheeple kind of thing going on with the message behind the game. Siri, chipping, um, coming Siri's in. S- <laughs> Siri making their own appearance Siri on the doesn't show. think it's a sheepdog thing. Siri actually, Siri's saying he doesn't get it. You know what? Sure enough. Um, but...
1: <laughs> yeah, Siri's saying, Inter- interesting question.
0: <laughs> yeah, not sure what what we mean by
1: sheeple. Um, <laughs> so the, the, some of the other things that also came up, um, there's a Naruto X Boruto um, Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections. Um, that's coming soon. If you're into that... Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 coming to PS5. Yeah. Um, Wayfinder is a new fantasy action adventure. As well as
0: um, three new fighters coming to Street Fighter 6. Yes, we have two old ones in Zangief and Cammy. Cammy is rocking a very different outfit to what she usually wears. Yeah, like a rock star kind of style. It just looks like a gym fit, like a gym yeah. fit. Yeah, it, it's. I, I like it a lot. I like this new look from them. And look, there's some other stuff to check out. There was Resident Evil Four. There's a new fighter for Street Fighter Six. Um, and really, the big other thing there was uh, the um, Suicide Squad game, which I've seen mixed things about. I don't know if everyone's into that. And but-
1: yeah, the the PlayStation. Stay to play, like they spent a large portion dedicated to that suicide squad game.
0: Hey, if it's good, it's good. I'll take it. We'll
1: have to see how that comes when fingers crossed it's Avengers, but good. (laughs) Shots fired. Much like, you know, sometimes what we like to do here, while we take shots, sometimes we have to be a little bit
0: creative, you we, know? Yeah, sometimes we need to have a little bit of exercise. A bit of a creative exercise, even. Here's a creative exercise from Kumu. Kumu is great. Go check them out. They've got heaps of great stuff. This is from the Mario Paint game. This is a wonderful remix of that one. Enjoy. You're listening to Play One on set. A Ladder by Genga. I didn't think I'd say that today. Ladder <laughs> bike. That that's like really fitting. Yeah. Given, is- Gengar the Pokemon just made a ladder. Yeah, he wanted to climb up. He wanted to climb up to see what's at the top of the ladder. And what is at the top of the ladder are these top tippity-top songs from the Sweet 16. You can check that out every single week at sin.org.au. Go check it out. You may just hear your new favourite song. And look, I found some pretty cool songs there. I know I found uh, Maggie Lindemann through there. So there's some pretty good names in there uh, all the time. And hey, sometimes... There's even some big names in there. I've seen Sarah, I've seen Dua Lipa, I've seen Taylor Swift, so go check it out. You never you never know. You never know at all. But something we never knew was going to happen was Microsoft and Nintendo being buddy-buddy. So buddy-buddy all of a sudden. Yeah, it's it's
1: it's weird to see, like, these two giants shake on this. So, in case you've missed, like, the, the biggest news of this week, I'd almost say. Oh, definitely. Um, so, the official statement is that Microsoft and Nintendo have now negotiated and signed a binding 10-year legal agreement to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo players the same day as Xbox with full feature and content par- um, priority. I can never say that. Priority? Word. Priority. That's it. Um, so, they can experience Call of Duty just as Xbox and PlayStation gamers enjoy Call of Duty. We are committed to providing long-term equal access to Call of Duty to other gaming platforms that bring more choice to more players and more competition
0: to the gaming market. This is pretty big. Like, shooters. Shooters on, on the Switch. I want you to name a shooter that means something other than Splatoon.
1: Uh, you, well, the main ones we have are, like, the, any of the Battle Royales. So, yeah, Fortnite. Ab- um, uh, I forgot what it's called.
0: We've got Fortnite. I What's believe the we've got Overwatch on there still.
1: Overwatch. Um, What's the other... Um, Valorant? Ba- no, Valorant isn't. The other Battle Royale. Um, b- 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 PUBG? No. Um,
0: this is really saying something about how the one overcrowded hero, this... The one
1: with champions. League of Legends? No. Um... um,
0: um you should tell us on our socials. Oh, I'm blanking on this, <laughs> but oh. no, this is this is big. It's it's been a while since Nintendo has really dabbled into Call of Duty. I think since early Wii U, I could be wrong on that one. Uh, fact check us, um, but I'm pretty sure it's been since the early Wii U that we've seen any sort of Call of Duty on Nintendo whatsoever, because it just didn't sell, um, and Nintendo always managed to Nintendo it up where it didn't need to. So this mm. is really interesting. I think it's also a bit of a like weird moment to see them shake and so publicly say, like, oh, yeah, Nintendo will get it the same day as Microsoft. Sony won't. Yeah, because the
1: same deal was actually offered to Sony. Yeah. Um, and they rejected it.
0: It, it. it makes Sony the less definitive place to play Call of Duty all of a sudden, which is really weird to say that Nintendo is... Going to be the first place to get well, not the first place, but equal first, equal first to get
1: Call of Duty. I think also um, Nvidia GeForce is getting it day one as well. That I, I surprise think me. that's that was part of this deal as well. I'm not a hundred percent certain on that, but I've heard stuff about that. Um, but it's like we had so many big players here. We got Nvidia, we got Microsoft, we got Nintendo. Like we got all these big players. They've publicly announced this. Um, and then you have Sony that's just sitting in the, in the naughty corner, just not doing anything.
0: Yeah, it, I think the big thing as well is this opens up the door. Like, this door is open for so many other things to happen, especially between uh, Microsoft and Nintendo. Uh, more events between the two of them. You can see more crossovers. You'll see more things. We heard about crossovers with Nintendo and, um, obviously, Microsoft ages ago when they started getting somewhat buddy-buddy. Um, and well, there was
1: those leaks for, like, a while that Game Pass was going to come to the Switch as well.
0: That I still reckon that's a possibility. Like, Nintendo may just be like, okay, here's Enter, maybe not Mario game, but here's, like, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. Could I, I could see that happening. And maybe. Microsoft could go, okay, here's Halo 3. <laughs>
1: or maybe they do, like, or they could bring Game Pass. Now that they have... Game Pass cloud, they could bring that entire just cloud service onto the Switch.
0: Which means nothing for us in Australia because the Nintendo Switch does not support cloud um, uh, gaming in Australia, Uh, which is wonderful. Maybe,
1: maybe maybe Microsoft fix that. Maybe, maybe. Who knows?
0: We can can hope. Pray, pray to the gods. Another thing that opens it up, and I severely doubt this this will happen, but we'll mention this before we throw to our next song, and look... The switch is starting to get really quickly outdated. The most powerful platform on the market right now, I believe, is the Series X. I actually believe it's more powerful than the. Yeah, PS5. the Series
1: X is just it's just a little bit more powerful. I think, um, just with keeping, I believe I saw it on release. It was like had a bit more stable frame rate. Yeah. I believe when it, when you were pushing it to the max. I I but not not by a
0: noticeable amount yeah. or anything. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Nintendo working with Microsoft to improve hardware. I think it's, I, it's a bit of a pipe dream, but it could happen.
1: My theory is is that they'll continue along with the Switch, um, maybe give it a revised model with like a little bit more battery, maybe a little bit more graphics. But if they're going to do anything, if they're going to do anything on the Pro line. Um, it's not going to be a Switch. It's going to be its standalone, unmovable oh, yeah. console. If they're going to do interesting. But whether or not that'll have cartridges accept it, um, I don't know. But again, this is just something in my
0: dreams, you know? Yeah. It, it would be one of those dreams by Anamanaguchi Flux Pavilion... Um, and of course, from the Rocket League Sideswipe OST. You're listening to what are they listening to? I
1: don't know, what are they listening to? I really I really don't know. we I, I think we're a gaming show. Are we? Yeah, player one! Player one on On, on scene. Sin. Flower Girl by Cody John was the song you just heard and you're listening to Player One On Sin. If you want to find that song and all the other songs you've been hearing out throughout the day, you can actually find the complete playlist of all of our songs that we're playing in today's show, as well as previous shows oh. we've run on our YouTube. Just go at Player One Sin and you can find the playlist this is Season 1, Week 2, and if you're maybe also listening to those on the podcast platforms, like, you're saying, yeah, they're announcing the songs, but where are the songs? Because, you know, we can't actually put the songs onto the podcast platforms because of a thing called um copyright. So it's a little bit of a thing. I can't repost those songs. Um, So you can actually, what you can do, a solution we we invented that's totally we made up. Player one trademark. A Player one trademark um, is that you can be listening to the podcast... And when we announce these songs, pause the podcast. Go to YouTube, play the songs, and then you get the full
0: radio experience. Why not? I mean, if you're listening to us anyway, which you can do in a few different places, like uh, for example, Spotify, Omni, Apple Podcast, podcast even. <laughs> Apple Apple Podcasts. Yes, yeah, <laughs> you're but- watching, <laughs> listening to the, the fish. Yeah. You, you ever just stuck the the audio jack into the river? Um, I can't Beautiful. say I've tried that before. I did that one day and I heard Nathan screaming um, across the pond that the grudge match was starting. And uh, I tell you, I've been back to that pond a few times. It's it's a real good pond. Um, <laughs> but, of course, if you want to check out uh, any sort of Player One socials, maybe you'll see us at that pond. Uh <laughs> That, that can, exact that exact pond. Yeah. Yeah, if yep, you can find totally. the Player One Pond, um, it'll be on Player One Sin on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube. Check us out, chuck us a follow, maybe even just message in and say, Hi guys, you're cool or say hi. You're you're not very you've got bad opinions about video games. And I'll sit there and go, Oh, okay. Or well, maybe, sure. well, maybe let
1: us know how we can improve the show. Because, oh. you know, I, I know we're not perfect. Maybe you have some quiz questions and you're like, you should ask those quiz questions. Yeah, but. That might be a good idea. We've also got a few more topics coming out throughout the show. We're going to be talking about how has the game changed with mobile gaming? Um, is E3 dead?
0: As well as Pokemon Day? That's technically today. It's. So it's tomorrow in everywhere else. But it's today in here. The, the date. The date is today. Yes, yeah, Feb 27th. So Pokemon Day is today. That's why they're announcing it tomorrow.
1: But sometimes, yes, we do talk about some serious topics here on the show. So, in case you do need to contact some people beyond your friends and family, you can contact Beyond Blue at 1300 224 636. The Kids Helpline at 1800 55 1800. And the QLife Helpline at 1800 184
0: You definitely can, and I do suggest if you need help, you go out and you get that help. But with this next song, if you want to listen to a banger song, if you want to find a good place to relax and, you know, you want to feel that chill, you can get it. Here is You Can Get It from Arkellis K. Flay. And, of course, this is from the Forza Horizon 5 playlist. Now, I will let you know before anything else that this song does have some big, scary, sweary words. So if that's not for you, turn your radio down for a couple minutes and join us just after. You're listening to Player One on on Sin. Sin,
1: And the song that you just heard was Are You Diagnosed? by Evaz Wilder, and that was from the Sweet 16 playlist. You can hear that on Sunday at 5pm every, guess what? Monday. Nah, Sunday, bruh, Sunday, bruh. It's hard. (laughs) Yes, the Sunday suite is on Sunday. Um, But now we're talking about how has the game changed? Now... (laughs) obviously we talk about a lot of gaming things here at player one being the gaming show here at sin but some the game one of the gaming scene the part of the gaming scene that gets really underrepresented yeah. a lot just across the entire scene wherever you hear talking youtube radio um podcasts wherever is mobile gaming and I really wanted to shine a spotlight onto how um whether you may like it or not for its practices, how Genshin Impact has really changed how we look at mobile gaming now. You're no longer stuck to things like Candy Crush. You're no longer stuck to things where you're constantly getting advertising in your face every single time you complete a level. You can get these things and have it in an open-world experience, which is something... I was never expecting to see for mobile gaming.
0: It's really fascinating to see because you are seeing a console experience at the tip of your fingers. Um, and that, I, I played a little bit of Genshin on mobile. My mobile wasn't exactly powerful enough to run it, either that I just didn't have enough space. Um, but, I mean, people really don't realise how impressive some phones really are and how powerful they are. Um, I've had... I've had a couple emulators on my mobile for a while, um, and some of the emulators I can run on this run better on my phone than they do on my PC. Oh, wow. Which is both cool and kind of sad, but it's really interesting to think about because it's a whole different world that is accessible and is completely there to be attached and attacked. Uh, I know Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest have both released their entire not their entire, but most of their um, games on mobile. I know Chrono Trigger has done the Square- same. Square is very busy on there at the moment, um, but nothing like Genshin, where it's a Breath of the Wild-esque experience. In fact, something that caught flack upon release for looking a yeah, little massive. bit too much like Breath of the Wild. To see that on mobile is... it it, it You're right, it is game-changing. And it's a wake-up call to every other studio to, like, look, look what you could put on there. There's no reason, realistically, why... Okay, maybe not Nintendo would be a bad example, but Mario Sunshine would be able to work on mobile.
1: Yeah, and these, like, obviously these are games that were developed primarily for console release that have then just gotten their... um, the mobile release. So, obviously, they were mainly meant for other consoles, but I think... We really could see where, how and this can change if some developers properly utilise and just purely go into the mobile and just make a game that's superb and designed 100% for mobile. Because obviously, when you're designing a game from console into touch, some of the features are going to get obstructed. Because oh, Especially when
0: your thumbs and your fingers are covering up some of the screen. And it's, it's something that a lot of developers have played around with. Uh, Rayman played around with it for a while. There's an entire Rayman game on mobile, exclusive to mobile, where, again, they were able to adapt. It doesn't work perfect. Nintendo tried it with Mario. It's just something where, once developers figure it out, it's going to blow up.
1: It really will. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it is... it really makes me wonder where this can go, because especially as we get more and more, with more phones and more advanced phones getting released, while, yes, the newest flagship models, they might have a billion gigabytes of RAM, Um, you still need to adapt for the lowest common denominator. But as we go into the years and get more and more people onto those new ones, people from the olden, the older ones, they move up slowly as well. Mm. So... In general, it's a whole shift from... It's not just the the rich and the fancy getting the top-of-the-line products. You're also getting people on the lower end, they're slowly moving up as well. You're not getting people who are s- stuck on... You're not seeing anyone on an iPhone 3 these days, are you?
0: No. I mean, it's also worth looking at the growth that mobile gaming has had in comparison to you know standard gaming, quote-unquote. Uh, you look at... Where, where was you know, mobile gaming 20 years ago? You'd be lucky to be playing Snake on there and getting it to work well. Uh, Now, you're completely right. You've got a console experience at the tip of your fingers. I said it before, this is going to blow up. This will be, I reckon, bigger than most consoles and may actually kill the console market in our lifetime. But that's something we'll see in the future. Indeed, there's something
1: that's yeah we'll definitely have to see. And it will really be mobile's time to shine.
0: Ooh, that was a bit of a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 come on, we got we gotta make these interesting here. Here is. Time to shine. Uh, by H- Yoyo Hoyomix uh, from the Genshin Impact OST. Now, obviously the Genshin Impact OST, big one, great one. Check it out. Uh, if you like, you know, this Japanese inspired almost lo fi music it's not Oh, it's it's, it's not lo fi, just wait wait for the drop. This is definitely oh, not oh, lo fi. Oh, okay, okay. You'll just have to listen in and see how it is here on Player One on Sin.
1: Take My Love by King Ivy was the song that you just heard, and that's from the Sunday Suites. But if you want to find the entire playlist of songs that you've been listening to here on Player One on Sin, you can find that on our YouTube channel just at that handle, Player One Sin.
0: Go check it out. I mean... There's also some other content on there that's pretty cool. I know there's some stuff from a couple of years ago now with Damolenny and Connor. There's there's some stuff with some interviews. Go check it out. Even if it's just legacy content, it's fun. It is indeed. Now, B, I've got a question for you. Oh, I love questions. Is E3 dead? Yes. Um, I look. I've said E3's been dead for a little while, ever since Sony pulled out, which was quite a few years ago now. Um, Since then, it's been on a very sharp decline, and with the rise of, specifically, the game... Was it the Game Awards? Or there was one? No, the Summer Games Fest, That's the one. The Summer Games Fest has come and just kind of pulled out the rug and gotten... Xbox. It's gotten Nintendo and it's gotten Sony, uh, which is not so much Nintendo. Ninten- it's more Xbox and Sony. It's more Xbox and Sony. But Nintendo did dis- Nintendo da do Nintendo has done the thing that they did with E3, and while never technically being a part of E3, they're releasing directs around the time. Uh, so Nintendo has uh, announced that it won't be making any sort of appearance at E3, which again I think is a mute point because they've never technically made an appointment. Uh, uh, an appearance at E3 for, like, 20 years. They've always just been releasing well, they, direct d- around the time.
1: But they've always had, in the physical E3s, they've generally always had a booth there, and and generally the booth they had was pretty good. Like, I remember yeah. the year Breath of the Wild came out.
0: Ah, yes, um, yes.
1: Or the year before, because it was... Yeah, it would have been the year before. Um, yeah. There was this massive... Um, whole setup they had surrounding Breath of the Wild, and you could play um, on the Great Plateau um, ah. and experience the first part of the story, experience the open wellness of Breath of the Wild and with the Switch. You know, that, that would have been on the year of release. would have been
0: 2017.
1: Yeah, it would have been on the year of release. Yeah. Um, See, so yeah, Nintendo, they've they've done stuff with E3, but I think they're not actually...
0: They're stepping away from they're it not. Completely. They're physically not going to have a booth there. Which... To me, yeah, it has to be the end of it, because who's going to be there? But won't, Bethesda won't even be there, because Bethesda's with their uh, Xbox now, and Xbox has well and truly stepped away from it. They stepped away last year, um, and there was no one there. There was a digital uh, revolver um, when they announced, I think it was Cult of the Lamb, which might have been the biggest announcement of E3 last year. Which, yeah. as much as I love that game... It's not a is AAA it, title. No, it's an, a great game. We've, we've talked about it
1: numerous times here on the show, especially from Melbourne Devs here. Yeah. Um, great indie game, but indies aren't
0: AAA games. No, and it's E3 is. It was never meant to be a public show, it was never built to be a public show. It was always meant to be an electronic convention, uh, an expo. For game developers, for those wanting to invest in video games. Uh, you look back at its history and that's what it was. It just happened to be that's where in the heat of you know, when it was Nintendo, Sony, and Sega, they made a couple big announcements. Well it's it's good timing. Like it's
1: right before The Financial um, New Year. The, yeah, the Financial New Year, it's right before um the summer season. Yeah. Um for obviously that's when school holidays are in the Northern Hemisphere. Um, so right before then, great time to announce some games and get that marketing campaigns going. But now that obviously we see that Xbox has their Xbox Showcase,
0: yeah.
1: Um, PlayStation have their State of Plays, Nintendo have their Nintendo Directs, Ubisoft have their Ubisoft Forwards. Um, they sure do. <laughs> Pokemon has Pokemon Presents. They do, like, yeah. Like even smaller studios are having their own presentations and getting plenty of views and bonus points. They don't have to pay E3 money. I don't know if they did in the first place, but they don't have to pay money to go there. In fact, they would likely get money back
0: from advertising from that. So, for E3's time period, what you used to have to do was you'd have to go ahead and pay not only the studio who's promoting you, so let's say Nintendo was promoting you, you'd have to pay Nintendo to give you, like, a second in the sizzle reel, and then you'd have to pay E3 for them to let you in the Nintendo announcement. So it's just more and more money, and now you can just get rid of E3 altogether, and it's the way it should be. E3 is... I don't like these big announcements over such a short amount of time. I like Summer Games Fest. It's so much better. Jeff Keighley is a natural-born presenter, and... I want to see more Summer Games Fest over E3 every day of the week. Not every day of the week. I need sleep. <laughs> sleep <laughs> um, is very good. E3 may have died for us, but I want to know, did it die for you? Here is Die for You by grabbits from Valorant. You're listening to a pretty cool show uh, on the radio. That's Player, player 1, player right? One. Yeah, Player 1. On 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 sin. On sin. That was Miss the World by Body Type. You're listening to Player One on Sin. My name is Bianca, and I'm joined by James. And we're going to talk about uh, something that today, tomorrow, in a couple hours. Time's weird. Time's a weird thing. It's Pokemon Day. Not Pokemon Day. Pokemon Day. Well... It kind of is. Poke- it is on a Monday. This, this year, it's Pokey Monday. It, it's amazing how that happens. Um, but no, Pokemon is turning a number. I think it's 28, if I'm correct. Um, that sounds about right. I think it's 28. Um, so, on this day in 1995, uh, Pokemon Red and Blue released... Pokemon, in the last couple years, has been celebrating that day as a day that they can announce things. So Mario has a day, March 10th. Um, Star Wars has a day, May the 4th, and so on. Pokemon, being the biggest franchise in the world, uh, highest grossing franchise in the world even, um, has decided to follow suit. Last year, they announced Pokemon Scarlet and Violet on this day. The year before that, they announced Pokemon Mystery Dungeon... And, I believe, the Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl DLC. Not DLC, the normal games, because there was no DLC for it. Um, And I think even the year before that, they announced uh, Legends Arceus, or they hinted at it. Which, this year has a lot of people very curious what they're going to announce, because there's a few different things floating around and possible uh, possibilities that we could see. I think the big one is the DLC for Scarlet and Violet is very likely to appear. Yeah. Um, the other one that I expect to see is the ending to the anime. Because for those who don't know, there's four episodes left. That's it. Pikachu and Ash have four whole episodes left. They've even gone ahead and announced another Pikachu for the new series. Oh, Oh, that's risky. Oh, that is risky. Apparently, a brand new personality. He has a hat, so you know it's not the old Pikachu. Um, and no Ash. It's, it's fascinating to see this specifically. And the other one that I really hope we see. I don't think we will, but please, please, please. I've heard the whispers. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Gates of Sky, not Gates of Sky. Sorry, uh, Explorers of Sky. Gates was a different game. Um. Explorers of Sky, give us a remake. Give us the best goddamn game on the three 3D- Ds, on the DS, three DS, any DS. Give it to us, please. Fingers crossed. We're not getting it, but fingers crossed. But the anime, yeah, that's probably the biggest place to look at because with four episodes left, they're going to start really pushing that.
1: See, for me, because the Pokemon presents is in a few hours, um, I am, I am worried. Yeah. Um. Because obviously, it was so. Last Pokemon present last year, um, they announced Scarlet and Violet. Yeah. The year before, Arceus, um, having an almost one year development time to properly work on Scarlet Violet, um, really, you could you can see it in the performance of how the game oh, kind of yeah. works and the optimizations that went into that. Obviously. That Isn't could
0: have used the some of the extra development time. She could have used the full team at Game Freak. For those who don't know, Game Freak only has a team of, like, 22, um, which is baffling to have a game studio that yeah, small with tiny. Pokemon. Um, and that team was split in half to work half on Arceus and half on Scarlet and Violet. So that was made by 11 people each, which is... Like there are indie and for, games, and for a less than a, th- it's not even a three-year
1: development cycle, no. which you, which is normally what you, what you get with a full-size team. So not only are you on a half-size team, um, with the ha- with the full size not even being a full size, um, you've also got a shorter development cycle, which makes me come into why I'm worried. I whatever happens, I do not want to hear. Anything? What about Gen 12? Is that what we're up to? Uh, We'd be up to Gen 10. Gen 10. So, a big one. So, Gen 10. So We won't get anything Gen 10. I
0: severely doubt that. I I have a feeling we might, and that makes me worried. The only reason I say we won't is because there is usually two to three years in between um, the generations. I believe we got Sword and Shield would have been 2018. And then we got, obviously, the... Um, newer games, Scarlet and Violet, last year in 2021. So there was three-year gap. I Admittedly, mean, there was also COVID during that time, so... True. I do think as well, because we've got a DLC to come, we're not going to see anything. There's a DLC announced. We just know we're getting it. We know nothing about it. I reckon that'll be the big thing, that we get announced. Last time they did it, it was the DLC for um, Sword and Shield, which was really well received. So... Maybe we'll see more of that, and look, we can only hope, and hey, maybe there'll be some music by uh, the best goddamn producer and composer I can think of off the top of my head, Lana Rain. Here is Beyond the Heart by Lana Rain from the Celeste Farewell OST. If you haven't played Celeste, what are you doing? Go play it. It's incredible. You're listening to Player One on on Sin. You just heard two fantastic songs. You're listening to Player One on Sin, And, as I said, those two songs, fantastic. They were Backseat Driving by Super Thick, part of our Sweet 16. You can find that every single week at (laughs) sin.org.au. And of course the song before that was Beyond the Heart by Lana Rain from the Celeste Farewell OST. Again, if you haven't played Celeste, what are you doing? Go play it. It's the maybe the best platformer of all time. It'd be up there definitely. But we're going to go into a quiz and you know what? If you haven't noticed, we're running a little bit short on people to quiz. Yeah, we
1: got a we got a combination the 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 participants of today's quiz is
0: drum roll please me. <laughs> That's
1: it.
0: So how we figured we'd do this is since James is our ever so bright and ever so educated EP, entirely. I would test him and give him a number he has to reach. So I have a possible seven okay. points in this quiz. Okay. If you can get four, you win. Okay. Now, there is a theme, and there is a theme that kind of worries me that you won't know, but (laughs) we'll see. We're already off to a great start. Giving me the warning before the first question. You know what? I'll actually add an extra point if you can guess the theme of the quiz after the next break. But question one, what year did Pokemon Emerald release?
1: Pokemon Emerald. Emerald, um, so Pokemon Emerald is Gen three. Gen three, that's a good sign. Um, <laughs> what year was Gen three? I I don't I don't know. I'm gonna make a guess here. So you said 1995 for Red and Blue. Yep. Um, I'll even
0: help you out with that. Gold and Silver was 1999.
1: 1999. So I'm gonna say 2002.
0: That was Ruby and Sapphire. You're on the right track with it. Emerald was 2004. It was the DLC for Gen 3. Yeah, it was the Ah. better version. Well, okay. Maybe we'll test how well you've been paying attention to Directs, because sure you pay attention to Directs. Directs, I, I have a chance here. I have a chance here. Which Pokemon game was announced for the Game Boy Virtual Console? The
1: Game Boy Virtual
0: Console? The
1: virtual console. That's not the
0: virtual console. It's the I forget what it's called. The Game Boy emulator on the Switch. The one that was just announced. Yeah.
1: Um, that was red and blue.
0: No. Mm-hmm. It was. I'm gonna give you another chance at it. Oh. Um. Oh yeah, because that's not. None Game of the Boy. mainline games were announced.
1: Um. Wasn't it? It was. Uh, Pokemon. It's, it's got Pokemon in the name. Yes, it does. <laughs>
0: that, that's the first word. <laughs> Give me the point. There you go. It's Pokemon. <laughs> well, good, yeah.
1: Um, it's not. Oh, Mystery Dungeon is the only. No.
0: Nope. Oh, Pokemon Snap. No. No. It was the Pokemon Trading Card Game game.
1: Yeah, no, I was never going
0: to get that. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, you know what? We, we can still fix this. Mm-hmm. In millions, mm-hmm. how many units did Pokemon Scarlet and Violet sell? As of three weeks ago, I think it was. 13 million. No, 20 million. 20, that? Oh, okay. I thought it was 13. No, it, it, it released and it broke a lot of records. Okay, wow. Um, 20 million. Well, we've got four points up for grabs. You have to go for a clean sweep. <laughs> I have to get the, get the reverse sweep. Okay, let's you see. You could let's do see. this. You could do this. It's possible. Unlikely. Which famous artist released the end credit tune and made the end credit tune for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet? Oscar. Um, the end credits should make it. I should just double down on this. The English end credit scene
1: uh i do not oh i remember you telling me like a while ago that
0: they're touring in australia i believe soon i don't i
1: i i that doesn't help at all as an an ep of a radio show i really should know (laughs) what tours are happening in the world of music especially here in australia Uh, no, no, I, I, I,
0: I, no. Ed Sheeran. Did he? Yes, Celestials is a Pokemon, uh, Pokemon tune released specifically for Scarlet and Violet.
1: I haven't finished Scarlet and Violet yet.
0: (laughs) Oh, well, sorry to, um, really... Break that little uh, jump scare for you. Uh, the Ed Sheeran jump scare at the end of the game. I Yeah, I
1: haven't... I, sh- I should get that song here in the playlist, maybe for
0: next week. Ooh, I didn't even maybe. know that existed. Well, with that, we're going to move on to the last question for this. And you know what? You can still catch it. There are three points up for grabs here. In the Pokemon Splatoon Splatfest, which type did each host represent? Okay. <laughs> so, this one, I,
1: I am... This one I can get. So, grass was um, shiver, um, fire was fry, and water was big, man.
0: On the money. And you know what? I'll give you the last point to get you over the Rhine if you can guess the theme.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the theme is. Oh, ooh, ooh.
0: Well, well, well. Ooh, ooh. Nah, nah. Oh, oh. Nah, Oh, yeah. Oh, that's it. The Pokemon. Ah, well, yeah, you're, you're on the money. That's four points. That's what I said. You've hit four points. You're winning. You're hosting <laughs> next week's show. <laughs> We're
1: counting that, that, that the Splatoon one is three points, really. Oh, well, yeah. This, of course I get the Splatoon one. It's my, whole entire, that's my entire personality here. Well, I was
0: hoping you'd get, like, Water and Fire mixed up or something, but looking at the names, yeah, Fry should have really have always been Fire and Big Man's a Manta Ray, so he's Water. <laughs> huh. oh well it is look splatoon is a bit of a world of colors here is world of colors by Hydelic from Tetris effect and the OST you're listening to the wonderful the best player one on, on sin. sin a
1: world of colors was a song you just heard and that was by Hydelic and that's from the Tetris effect original soundtrack and you're listening to player one on sin and the time is currently 10. 3 p.m. here in the studio. And that does mean it's
0: the end of our show tonight. Ooh, we are coming to the end. We have been speeding down that track right to the end of tonight's show. And if you want to look back at what we've passed, well, we have places for you to do that.
1: Indeed. If you do want to find us on the social media platforms, you can find us at player Sin on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And if you want to listen to this episode and more episodes that we've hosted previously, and maybe you didn't tune in live and you go listen somewhere else, you can find those on our podcast platforms, and that's just Player One, on Omni, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And maybe if you're listening on those platforms right now, and you've been going throughout the show, you've been hearing us say, yeah... We're calling out, this song has happened and that song just happened. You're wondering, where can I find all these songs easily accessible? Well, we've made a YouTube playlist, not limited, so it's not on Spotify, it's not on Apple, it's on YouTube. So you don't even need an account to view this playlist. Just go to Player One Sin, Season 1, Week 2 of 2023, and you can find the entire playlist from
0: today's show. And listen along with the podcast. Definitely give that a go. But of course, as we said, we are speeding towards the end tonight. Before we get there, we'll just mention that, of course, Sin is always recruiting. So if you want to do what we do, why not have a look at sin.org.au? Sin.org.au. Uh, I'm so excited about the recruiting. I stumbled on my words. <laughs> um, check it out. Follow through the recruitment. And hey, maybe you can join in. You might even be in the quiz.
1: You might even be able to join player one. Ooh,
0: there's a couple good shows you could join. I say a couple is heaps. Um, And look, if you if you want to do this, do it. Why not? It's a good good thing to do. It's fun. It's all fun.
1: It really is. Like it's great to hop on the desk and you know talk about things you're passionate in. Obviously, obviously we're passionate about video games. We run a two-hour show every week. But you know everyone's passionate about their own things. If you want, if you've got something else you're
0: more passionate about. Bring the passion! Ooh, definitely do that. And, you know, maybe you don't want to give it all. Maybe you just want to give a little. Here is Give a Little by LeGrand, CG5. I know that name. And you're listening to Player One Sin. We'll see you this time
1: next, next week. week.